Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old school greats and new school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks so much for making your way here. Check it out the series. Hopefully you hit the subscribe button to keep uh, up to date on everything that we put out. Three interviews every single week, a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on uh, all of your favorite artists. Discover some new ones and know what's happening in the music world. Again, all the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, or YouTube for the video versions. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, I'm once again talking with John Lodge of the Moody Blues. He's back with a brand new EP called On Reflection. And the legendary singer bassist is going to tell us about the lead single, The Sun Will Shine, and the emphasis that uh, that positivity plays with his music, and how he used the lockdown to explore his past for inspiration. And speaking of the past, there's always an anniversary when you've got a band that's been around for as long as the Moody Blues. Uh, this year marks 40 40 years for the uh, the album The Long Distance Voyager, and John's going to discuss what draws musicians to write about space, especially as we find ourselves in an age of renewed entrance. Uh, we're also going to talk live music uh, from the past, including the upcoming live album, The Royal Affair and After, that spotlights his 2019 tour with Yes in Asia. That album's going to be coming out in the fall, and we'll talk about the future. Uh, next year's Flower Power Cruise, that will see John play alongside uh, his friends in Prokol Harum, the Hollies, and the Zion. So let's do this. It's about the EP on reflection. Kyle Meredith with John Lodge of the Moody Blues. Hi, Kyle. Yeah, how are you doing? Congratulations. I'm loving this new song, The Sun Will Rise, uh, at an appropriately great time where it feels like you might be telling the truth. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So, so as it goes, this is part of a, an EP with a, with three songs and composed, you know, during lockdown, during the isolation. And 
I guess it is surprising that there is such a positive outlook on it. Was that part ever difficult for you to, to reach that spot? No, I it wasn't actually. Uh, I think I wrote a song first called In These Crazy Times, uh, and that was about the isolation of me, and I realized everyone was in the same position. And um, as time progressed last year, uh, still in lockdown, uh, I thought, well, we've all got to get out of this, and uh, a different door's got to be open. I think life will be uh, a lot different somehow, but the most important thing is to stay positive, you know, and be positive. If you're positive yourself, I think the people around you uh, become positive, you know. It's it's an old adage. If you're, you're happy, people around you are happy. And that's what I wanted to try and do, you know. Uh, the, the, st- the sun will shine as it does every morning. Uh, wake up with a great positive attitude and we'll all get through this. And it really does come across in that song. It, you mentioned, of course, you know, in these crazy times and a new remix also uh, graces this, this little EP. I know it's only been a year, but do you hear... Like, like, what do you hear from where you were in that time as opposed to where you ended up with uh, in, in, mentally in The Sun Will Shine? Is there a big difference? Yeah, I, because I, I was like everyone else. When lockdown occurred in, in the middle of March, uh, I went into total lockdown, uh, divorcing myself from everything, uh, family, friends, just like everyone else. Uh, and uh, it, it was like all the doors shutting uh, in my life, really. And uh, I was marooned, in a way, down in Naples, freaking Florida, uh, without a studio, without anything. So uh, I thought, I better do something about this. And so I built a small studio and started writing. Uh, and thought, yeah, this is what I did when I was 16. I locked myself in my bedroom and started to learn to play uh, bass guitar. That's 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 how it occurred to me. It's it's funny how many of us kind of regressed. I, I've actually talked to this for the few artists about regressing to that point in our life. You know that moment of connection that uh, when we were when we were really just sponges and 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 you know so much of our life was was um, around other people, but at the same time, so much was spent on our own figuring it out. Absolutely, you know, you're taking all the influences everywhere and thinking, how, how can this be part of my life? How can they, uh, and the only way to do that is explore, you know. And uh, as I say, I, I explored my past all the while. And uh, last year, during the height of um, lockdown, I exploring songs again and uh, exploring how to record them because I knew I couldn't go into the studio so I learned garage band on the uh, my computer and uh, started recording all everything on garage band and uh, it proved to be a great boon for me the EP is rounded out with an instrumental track called the sunset over Cocohatchee Bay when you're writing an instrumental do you keep a picture like a sunset like that in mind, or does that tend to arrive after, maybe when you're looking for a title? Well, it, it, it was both, really. Uh, you know, I don't write that early in the morning, <laughs> to be honest. But um, 
But as I was writing the, the song, it, it was like a dawn. It, the, the music sound like, sounded like a dawn. And I thought to myself, well, uh, I'm, I'm in Cockahatchee Bay right now, right by the Cockahatchee River. And I said, well, I see it every day. I see the dawn, dawn come out. And I think perhaps that was influenced me and so it, uh, it became naturally that uh, song title well i love how all three of them play together and i know that's not the only thing we're getting this year did i read this right there's also a live release to expect with the royal affair and after yeah uh, i toured with uh, yes uh, 2019 we had a great tour uh, great great uh, uh, myself uh, Cole Palmer and uh, Asia, and yes, uh, we went to thirty uh, odd concerts around the, uh, the United States, uh, and I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to release that. Uh, I had such a great time, and the audiences were fantastic. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be coming uh, um, early fall, I think. I look forward to hearing that. Are you able to, have you started the slow ramp into planning live shows, what you want to accomplish live uh, in, in the next, whatever future? Well, I, I, I've agreed to do the Flower Power Cruise, which is going out of Miami uh, next year, uh, down to the Caribbean. And uh, with friends of mine, Procol Harum and uh, the Hollies and the Zombies and a whole load of other artists. Uh, and so I, I hope that's going to happen. I know it's all sold out. Uh, and um, I'll, I'll be put, putting a two around those dates then. So uh, end of March, April, uh, I hope to be back on the road. Uh, I'm talking to all my guys at the moment, the 10,000 Lightyear band. And I've been recording as well uh, some things with the band. And so, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, being back on the road. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Well, I can't wait to hear what you've been uh, working on on the recording. I've been enjoying, you know, the new music that you've been putting out. And I always enjoy when you put the emphasis on some of the classics as well. I know this year marks the 40th of one of my favorite Moody Blues records with the long distance Voyager. And I, I was listening to it the other day considering that what an interesting coincidence it is about looking into space where we were 40 years ago and kind of that renewed sense that's been going on lately with, with Mars and everything. And, and I don't know if you can speak to this, but what is it about space that draws so many artists to write for it? Or at least what was it for you all? I, I don't know. I, 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 I grew up fascinated by space. There was two uh, 
uh, comics we used to buy in England growing up when I was sort of six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve years of age. One was called the lion, and the other was called the eagle. And uh, there's people like Dan Dare who was flying everywhere, and uh, the Mekon, and uh, there was. Uh, it's fun, something really fascinating um, uh, about leaving Earth and uh, adventures in space and seeing what's out there. And, uh, you know, we couldn't get out there then. Uh, it was till the, the late 60s we got to the moon. But, um, you know, you, f- you fantasize about visiting these places. Well, I love how it comes out in your arts uh, for that one and for everything that you've been doing since. Again, congratulations on this uh, this new EP, too. Uh, I, I really do love what you're doing. And, John, it's always so great to talk to you. Carl, thank you very much. You take care. Now, the last time John and I spoke was uh, just back in 2019 when he was uh, promoting his Best Of compilation called Beyond the Very Best Of, which focused on his uh, often overlooked 70 solo releases, uh, re-recordings of a pair of Moody Blues classics, and some epic live cuts on there as well. We got to discuss how his uh, recent work stands up to those fabled 60 songs. He also recounted going solo after the Moody Blues lost their way in the 70s. Uh, So this is part two, Kyle Meredith with John Lodge of the Moody Blues. Hi, Carl. It's great to talk to you again, and especially about this uh, great new best of record called uh, Beyond. Congratulations on this. Another uh, another great career retrospective from you. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. I know there's a bit of a concept behind this with going through some of your solo cuts, some old Moody Blues favorites. With the ones that you re-recorded, what was the idea there? I know for a lot of musicians, it's it's kind of... I mean, do you still find magic in the songs? Do you find new ways to tell these songs? Yeah, I, uh, the songs are like uh, evening time to get away. That that was on the uh, B side of Days of Future Past, and it, it was a really deep cut, really, because even on on the original album, it actually didn't get a credit. It was just part of the afternoon. It didn't get a credit at all. And uh, I started playing it again uh, about eighteen months ago on stage. And I realized what the song was about. I'd never played it before. You know, so I recorded it in 1967 and never, ever played it. Uh, And then suddenly I realized what that song was about. And so I wanted to go back in the studio uh, and re-record that for this album. And I wanted to go back and use my original bass, my original Fender Precision bass that recorded the song originally. And um, that's how the album started to come together. It actually came together because there was a movie last year uh, called Private Lives. And there was a song on that movie, in that movie, called Say You Love Me, which was from my album Natural Avenue. And it made me listen to the album again. And I thought, well, I'd like to go in the studio and remix that as a 2020 with a mix for this year. But with the same emotion, I didn't want to re-record it. I wanted that emotion, the drumming of Kenny Kenny Jones. It's just brilliant. And Chris Spedding on guitar. And I just wanted to uh, remix that. And at the same time, I, I met the people from BMG who asked me to, you know, if I wanted to join their, their company. Uh, the whole thing came together. I thought, well, this, this seems a good idea. I'll uh, uh, remix Say You Love Me and record some new songs again. Kind of talking about wanting to seek out some of those deeper tracks. I mean, it is a best of collection, but there's still opportunity to turn me on to songs that uh, I, I wasn't familiar with here. Was that part of the specific plan as well? 
it was very much I wanted to you know the album it's a you know it's an album I know it's a CD but for me it's the vinyl <laughs> album with the uh, crooks of this getting this right and I thought if people never heard of John Lodge how do we get this up to date straight away and I thought well the deep tracks some new tracks uh, and uh, a tribute song to Ray Thomas uh, Legend of a Mind and and a couple of live tracks and I thought maybe this is the way to sort of bring people up to speed with who John, John Lodge is. And you've got one of the newer ones on there, too, with In My Mind from uh, 10,000 Light Years Ago, which was a great record. Is there ever a balancing act of having the new songs stand up to the classics? Well, I hope they do, you know. I mean, they, they, you know they're played with the same integrity, and uh, hopefully the, uh, you know, the creativeness in the song as well is uh, the same creative, but what people could understand and relate to. Uh, and that's what you're always trying to do. Uh, we had some great people at the very beginning. Sir Edward Lewis, who was the head of the Decca Record Company. I mean, they sort of instilled into us, listen, whatever you write, whatever you record, think about 20 years on, could you still stand by that song, you know? And I think that's something I've kept in mind, even with all the recordings we do today, you know, it's, I think that's important. And, and then hearing a handful of those, which, you know, does come from those 70s records, I mean, uh, say by the music, uh, from the Blue Jays album, and then you look at Summer Breeze, say Love Me, as you were talking about, from Natural Avenue. What was that period like? Because as we look back now, it looks kind of volatile, like the Moody Blues, you know, were they in question? And, and how was it to branch off on your own at that point? We'd made seven albums, uh, the last one being Seventh Sojourn, uh, with just, uh, I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band. And, uh, you know, when we started in the 60s, there were just five of us and a road manager. By the time Seventh Sojourn was released, we were charting our own jet planes. We had a string of sh- music shops across the south of England. We had a touring company. And we'd sort of lost contact with each other. Although we were on stage, we didn't have any conversations. We'd run out of conversation. And we needed to take a, a break from each other to re-energize and uh, have a listen and work with other artists and hopefully learn from other people about what, how, how you could continue doing what you do and find out if someone was doing something different to you that you could adapt, you know. And it was important to come back uh, with uh, more energy. I think we did. We came back. Out, we did. Justin and I did the Blue Jays album. And we worked with a lot of new artists on, the, on that album. We worked with three guys uh, called Providence out of the Rocky Mountains, a string section, you know, uh, a viola, a violin, and a cello. And uh, it, it was a great, great time, great learning experience for me, you know, to uh, take on uh, and continue. Well, the songs were so strong in that period. And, and leading up to the first single, you know, you, you've done the uh, the new version of Street Cafe, uh, which was a standalone single at the time, right, when it first came out? Yeah, we released it just in the UK, and uh, it was a single. And uh, we, at the same time, we just recorded Long Distance Voyager. So I never ever got on the road to uh, perform Street Cafe or any of the songs from Natural Avenue. And I always regretted that, and uh, that's why I wanted to actually record these songs again, you know, as, for reality, and then hopefully be on the road, which I'm going to in November uh, and uh, February next year and perform these songs. Well, I hope to get to see them live. It's such a great collection, and John, it's always a pleasure to talk to you about this. Beyond the very best, uh, congratulations on this once again. Thank you very much, Carl. Thank you very much. All right, it's a pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye.
And my thanks, John Lodge of the Moody Blues. The new compilation is called Beyond the Very Best Of. Now, the last time John and I uh, got to talk was just back in 2017, when he was having a very busy summer as the Moody Blues were celebrating the 50th anniversary of their landmark album, Days of Future Past. He and I got to talk about playing that album in its entirety on tour and going on his first ever solo tour with the uh, just-released live album, Live from Birmingham, the 10,000 Light Years Tour. So we're going to drop that part two right here. It's Kyle Meredith with John Lodge. Hi, Kyle. It's an honor to talk to you. Uh, this live album, uh, so much fun to listen to. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, live from Birmingham, the 10,000 Light Years show. Uh, it's a hometown show, right? It was a hometown show, yeah. Birmingham is where I was born, and uh, Birmingham was where I used to go and see, you know, all the original... Uh, rock and roll, American rock and roll artists, you know, like Little Richard, Chuck Berry, Jerry Lee Lewis, and uh, Gene Vincent, Eddie Cochran, all those rock and rollers. But um, my hero was the person who changed or changed my life really musically and tuned it, I suppose, was Buddy Holly. And he came to Birmingham and uh, he performed at Birmingham Town Hall, and I was there in the front row, the balcony. Uh, watching Buddy Holly, and I said to my agent, that's where I want to f- I'd like to finish my tour, is in Birmingham, and I'm going to record it. And it was a great night, really enjoyed it. Everything about it worked really, really well. What a way for a building uh, it meant that much to be able to come back and to do that. Usually, hometown shows can be more nerve-wracking than the others. After this long, uh, do you feel those nerves coming back when you see familiar faces? Well, when you go back to your hometown, you know you, you know all the you know a lot of the people who are there, and they've grown up with you, you know, and they, they some of them still remember you. You like when you were fourteen and fifteen, playing in the local little uh, coffee bars and clubs and everything else, and uh, you know, but it's just wonderful that people still come and come to the concerts, and you know, you remember those things with them, and it, it, catching up with them is always great, always great. Now, there's one song on the live album that was written specifically for this show, right? Yeah, it really was. It was Ride My Seesaw. Uh, the, the whole idea was to put, uh, how, do, how do we feel about, uh, you know, what is the concert about? You know, what is the theme? And really, it's about me, uh, you know, as a person, and Ride My Seesaw about what life is about, in a way, uh, as you're growing up. And uh, that's why I think it was 10,000 light years ago. And when you're out there, some of these songs you perform hundreds of times, especially with the Moody Blues songs. If you're presenting them with different acts, is there a desire to present them in a new way, or, or is it more like an opportunity to give the fans something familiar? Well, I think you've, you've got to. I really think you need to, as an artist, to stay as close as you can to the you know the original song. And uh, but the important thing is to try and get the emotion right. You know. You know, obviously, when you're in the studio recording, you know, Days of Future Past was recorded on four tracks, but Seventh Sojourn was probably recorded on 48 tracks, uh, and so on and so on. So you can add more and more things when you're in the studio, but it's all about getting that emotion across on stage. And uh, I think when you perform in the Moody Blue songs, you know, via John Lodge uh, part, it's the rehearsals account. How do we make how do we get the emotion over so that the audience uh, can feel uh, a relationship, you know, with the music? Now, tying into the big picture, uh, the way you do it's always masterful, but it seems like a daunting challenge to try and make it a big story arc or, or a big sound arc, but I love the way it's came out. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. 
Now, is the upcoming tour your first solo tour? No, it is. It's my first solo tour, and uh, I'm looking forward to it very much. You know, I had a, you know, release with the release of the uh, the DVD uh, and the double album, the vinyl album, which I'm really pleased about. 180 gram, you know, go back with a gatefold sleeve and everything else. So I'm pleased about that. Uh, but I had a, a window of of time where I thought, ah. Oh, be fantastic to go on tour and promote the album and uh, you know play the songs for uh, for the audience and visit places I've never been before you know sometimes when you wish things it comes true and it did <laughs> and when you talk about a career this long and you can say it's the first time for anything i think one of, one of the uh, the great things about music you know is uh, lots of doors open all at different times in your lifestyle in your life and uh, you know, take the opportunity and, and uh, you know, enjoy it, really. And the other half of your year is the 50th anniversary of Days of Future Past. How's it been looking back on that? Well, that was really interesting because, you know, we've, we've performed uh, Days of Future Past in its entirety, uh, you know, concerts uh, across the USA uh, during the summer. And it was really interesting to go back to to the original tapes of Days of Future Past and listen to them because some of the songs like Evening Time to Get Away, uh, Another Morning, The Sunset, we've never ever performed those songs before uh, since we've recorded them. And um, you just have to get your... transport yourself back really to that time so you could make sure the integrity of the way you sang the song was exactly the same integrity as in 1967 you know and uh, it was strange it was like going through a space warp uh, because suddenly when when we got into the songs it was like being there again and i can remember so much things that went on and which i'd forgotten about you have all the different arts. It really does seem like music lends itself to time travel, maybe more than the others. Being able to connect to something like that, especially if you were there. I mean, what a trip. It is, it, it, it is time traveling, absolutely time traveling. All right, John, it was a pleasure talking to you live from Birmingham, the 10,000 Light Years show. It's, a, it's so cool to listen to. Thanks so much, man. Kyle, thank you very much. Thank you for the interview. And uh, thank you, Louisville. All right, we'll see you around. Thank you. And we'll round it out with uh, with a third interview with John Lodge. This goes back to 2017 as the Moody Blues were celebrating the 50th anniversary of that landmark album, Days of Future Past, and uh, playing it in its entirety on the tour. Uh, we got to talk to John about going on out on his first ever solo tour at that time, uh, having a just-released live album live from Birmingham, the 10,000 Light Years Tour, and uh, reconnecting with some of those early hits. Part three of Kyle Meredith with John Lodge of the Moody Blues. Hi, Carol. Uh, this live album, uh, so much fun to listen to. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, live from Birmingham, the 10,000 Light Years show. Uh, it's a hometown show, right? It was a hometown show, yeah. Birmingham is where I was born, and uh, Birmingham was where I used to go and see, you know, all the original uh, rock and ro- American rock and roll artists, you know, like Little Richard, Chuck Berry, Jerry Lee Lewis, and uh, Gene Vincent, Eddie Cochran, and all those rock and rollers. But um, my hero was the person who changed or changed my life really musically and tuned it, I suppose, was Buddy Holly. And he came to Birmingham and uh, he performed at Birmingham Town Hall. And I was there in the front row, the balcony, uh, watching Buddy Holly. And I said to my agent, that's where I want to f- I'd like to finish my tour 
is in Birmingham, and I'm going to record it. And it was a great night. Really enjoyed it. Everything about it worked really, really well. What a way for a building uh, it meant that much to be able to come back and to do that. Usually, hometown shows can be more nerve-wracking than the others. After this long, uh, do you feel those nerves coming back when you see familiar faces? Well, when you go back to your hometown, you know you, you know all the you know a lot of the people who are there, and they've grown up with you, you know, and they some of them still remember you. You like when you were fourteen and fifteen, playing in the local little uh, coffee bars and clubs and everything else, and uh, you know, but it's just wonderful that people still come and come to the concerts, and you know, you remember those things with them, and it, it, catching up with them is always great, always great. Now, there's one song on the live album that was written specifically for this show, right? Yeah, it really was. It was Ride My Seesaw. Uh, the, the whole idea was to put, uh, how, do, how do we feel about, uh, you know, what is the concert about? You know, what is the theme? And really, it's about me, uh, you know, as a person, and Ride My Seesaw about what life is about, in a way, uh, as you're growing up. And uh, that's why I think it was 10,000 light years ago. And when you're out there, some of these songs you perform hundreds of times, especially with the Moody Blues songs. If you're presenting them with different acts, is there a desire to present them in a new way, or, or is it more like an opportunity to give the fans something familiar? Well, I think you've, you've got to. I really think you need to, as an artist, to stay as close as you can to the you know the original song. And uh, but the important thing is to try and get the emotion right. You know, you know. Obviously, when you're in the studio recording, you know, Daisy Future Pass was recorded on four tracks, but Seventh Sojourn was probably recorded on 48 tracks, uh, and so on and so on. So you can add more and more things when you're in the studio. But it's all about getting that emotion across on stage. And uh, I think when you perform in the Moody Blue songs, you know, via John Lodge. Uh, part it's the rehearsals account how do we make how do we get the emotion over so that the audience uh, can feel uh, a relationship you know with the music now tying into the big picture uh, the way you do it's always masterful but it seems like a daunting challenge to try and make it a big story arc or, or a big sound arc but i love the way it's came out yeah thank you very much thank you now is the upcoming tour your first solo tour no it is it's my first solo tour and uh, I'm looking forward to it very much. You know, I had a, you know, release with the release of the uh, the DVD uh, and the double album, the vinyl album, which I'm really pleased about. 180 gram, you know, go back with the gatefold sleeve and everything else. So I'm pleased about that. Uh, but I had a, a window of of time where I thought, ah. Oh, be fantastic to go on tour and promote the album and uh, you know play the songs for uh, for the audience and visit places I've never been before. You know sometimes when you wish things it comes true and it did. <laughs> and when you talk about a career this long and you can say it's the first time for anything, I think one one of the uh, the great things about music you know is uh, lots of doors open all at different times in your lifestyle in your life and. Uh, you know, take the opportunity and, and uh, you know, enjoy it, really. And the other half of your year is the 50th anniversary of Days of Future Past. How's it been looking back on that? Well, that was really interesting because, you know, we've, we've 
performed uh, Days of Future Past in its entirety, uh, you know, concerts uh, across the USA uh, during the summer. And it was really interesting to go back to to the original tapes of Days of Future Past and listen to them because some of the songs like Evening Time to Get Away, uh, Another Morning, The Sunset, we've never ever performed those songs before uh, since we've recorded them. And um, you just have to get your... You have to transport yourself back really to that time so you could make sure the integrity of the way you sang the song was exactly the same integrity as in 1967, you know. And uh, it was strange. It was like going through a space warp uh, because suddenly when, when we got into the songs, it was like being there again. And I can remember so much things that went on and which I'd forgotten about. Of all the different arts, it really does seem like music lends itself to time travel maybe more than the others, being able to connect to something like that, especially if you were there. I mean, what a trip. It is is time traveling, absolutely time traveling. All right, John, it was a pleasure talking to you live from Birmingham, the 10,000 Light Years show. It's it's so cool to listen to. Thanks so much, man. Kyle, thank you very much. Thank you for the interview. And uh, thank you, Louisville. And again, my thanks to John Lodge of the Moody Blues. The new EP is called On Reflection. Thanks to you, again, for checking out this series and this episode. Hit that subscribe button before you get out of here so you can keep up with uh, all three of the interviews that we put out every single week. New ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, YouTube, or anywhere you like to get your podcasts from. Just subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. After that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. Make sure to say hi when you do. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.